2: Absolutely awesome to see you down in Florida, Roddy. Unfortunately, you are at the grind working. LOL. Enjoy it, man. You deserve it. How about that? Listen, please don't feel sorry for me. Darren, do you feel sorry for me that I got to work? I feel sorry for me.
3: <laughs>
2: exactly. Kind of a life that I could settle into. Oh, Real yeah. well.
3: Fun sun and surf. It's the Rod Peterson Show.
2: You betcha. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show on this Thursday, second day of June. Remind me, because Friday's National Donut Day, and that is a day that I could get behind. But it is June 2nd today, and uh, we're broadcasting your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. One half here, the other half we'll bring in now. On the other side of the screen, the co-host... And president and CEO of the program, Darren DuPont. Uh, Moose is in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. How are you doing, Moose? I'm doing great. Sun's shining. It's a, it's a good day. Yes, absolutely. It's a beautiful day down here, too. A real sizzler. And we had so much success yesterday with the program where we had only one guest. And I'm going to tell you right now, the rock star of the day yesterday was TSN 1260's Dave Jamison, who was back on the air this week, midday talk show host. Recovering from a battle with head and neck cancer, and I had a lot of people write me after the show and say it was so inspirational that a guy that could go through that, a year-long recovery process to get back to work and say that he's grateful. Man, was that an awesome chat with Dave Jamison Dave yesterday? He was our rock star of the day for Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions, and I'll let it out of the bag right now. Rod Black will be our rock star of the day, unless one of our viewers just jumps up, and you know, kicks us in the shins was something very entertaining today, which is also very possible. You know, we do have a lot of t-shirts and hats from Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions with the Rod Peterson Show logo on it. So maybe we need to start thinking about awarding that to our wonderful viewers and listeners, which, as we found out yesterday, are sprinkled all over this continent, all over little pockets of America, like little sprinkles of Jesus. Bingo! So anyways, yeah, buddy. Can we hit the quick-six show horn, please, whoever's hitting it? Whoever's hitting it. I understand director Jordan has t- taken some days off for the first time in two years. Who approved this? Approved. <laughs> Rick Regan, apparently.
4: Yeah. He's probably done more shows than all of us, right, Moose? Uh, he has, and he's very proud of that fact. But uh, we're going to get gain some ground the rest of the week here slacking today okay point
2: one we start with a stanley cup playoffs philip heatle hands up who'd never heard of this guy until like last month philip heatle scored twice in the second period and the new york rangers routed the two-time defending stanley cup champion tampa bay lightning 6-2 wednesday night in game one of the eastern conference finals the blue shirts won their franchise record seventh straight Home playoff game. Game two is Friday night at Madison Square Garden. Now, I could just settle in and talk for two hours about this series and Gerard Galland and him living his best life after being fired by Vegas and the Golden Knights now watching on TV while Gerard just
3: ah,
2: boom, ripping past in a convertible. Filippito with his seven playoff goals at the age of 22. The only, there's four players that have scored more goals younger in Rangers history. I was telling you this this morning. Alexei Kovalev, Ron Duguay, Don Maloney, and Don Murdoch. Those are all Rangers greats. They really are. But this guy, Philip Heedle, muscling his way into the conversation. And I don't know what your take is on the game. The Rangers pretty much had control all game long. But I'll say this. Vazzy didn't look like vazzy and he's very rarely beaten on the first shot and he was beaten on the first shot multiple times in game one so it's only one game but the rangers are up one nothing uh moose did you watch it
4: yeah of course i watched it i mean the young core of the rangers we're watching them blossom before our eyes this is really fun for new york hockey fans because you look at that core and you know, people were really hard on uh, Alexi Lafreniere and, you know, the number one overall pick and how slow his yep. career kind of got started. Well, he had 19 goals as a 20-year-old in the league, I believe, and he's just elevated his game and he's showing why he was the number one overall pick. He's starting to get more and more comfortable. You know, their their young core is just becoming uh, really men in these playoffs. But let's remember something. Toronto beat Tampa 5-0 in game one of the opening round series. Tampa was never out of the series so you can never count the the lightning out no matter how bad game one was for them I'll just say this and I
2: can't pat myself on the back as much as I'd like to who said the New York Rangers were the dark horse going into the playoffs (laughs) this guy but I also said the Flames and Panthers would meet in the Stanley Cup final so it was a lucky it was a lucky guess but the Rangers are all that. And I'm just gonna mention from some of our viewers, Jenna checking in. Good morning from Southern California. Andrew Stute, the Quebecer, says, I'm in. Rockstar of the day is the goal. We gotta have funny, witty comments to win Rockstar of the Day from the from the from the cheap seats in terms of the viewers. Uh Steven Jacobson watching in North Dakota. He says, I need to replace my rock star hat. Well, you guys put your thinking hats on. If, if, by the way, we're going to award it to our viewers. I'm not saying we are. We have to have a meeting. You and I, Moose, to, to decide, okay? That's okay. right. Moving to point two. And by the way, with the Rangers walloping Tampa 6-2, it reminds me of what Mike Smith said. I don't know when and where he said it, if it was yesterday's off day or after game one where he got pulled, but apparently Mike Smith has said game ones just aren't our thing which I think is funny, but it just shows that he's not that rattled that he got lifted in game one. So as I read from the wire copy here, I didn't write this stuff. After yet another game one let down, the Edmonton Oilers are back in a familiar spot. They'll try to even their Western Conference Final Series with the Colorado Avalanche in Denver tonight. After conceding goals in the first game, the uh, eight goals in the first game, the Oilers will be hoping for a better defensive effort. Interesting. First of all, hats off to Gary Bettman. Thank you, Gary, my good and longtime friend, for making all these games start at 8 p.m. Eastern, all of them. Eastern final, Western final. I'm in bed by 11 every night. It's the, it's the best uh, at the absolute latest. Uh, so I'm watching more hockey than ever in these conference finals, and Dave Reed on the NHL Network, remember the Dallas Stars great, formerly of TSN, he's now on NHL Network. And he mentioned, don't even talk about Koskinen starting in goal for the orders. And I'm telling you this because you poor people in Canada don't get NHL networks. So I'm just relaying what the guys are saying on the NHL Network. And Dave Reed says, we're too late in the playoffs to even consider not going with the guy. Mike Smith is the guy, he starts. Has there been any discussion in Canada, Moose, that it wouldn't be Mike Smith starting in
4: Game 2? Not now. I mean, there was there was question marks earlier on in the playoffs, but not now. And there should be no questions inside that Edmonton Oilers locker room either because they've gone through this before, right? They've had bad Game 1s. Mike's gotten pulled. He comes back really strong in Game 2, and they roll, right? So if you're in the Oilers dressing room, you're like, this is right on script. He's going to have a bad Game 1. We're going to roll. So... I don't think there's anything to think about when it comes to goaltenders right now.
2: With Edmonton, you said you had some news out of Denver this morning just before we went to air. Hang on, where's my... Moose has an update from Denver. What do you got?
4: Yeah, Darcy Kemper was not on the ice for the morning skate today, but the other two goaltenders were. So it looks like uh, Franco might play in the game today. We're not sure if he's getting extra rest or what's going on. Obviously, they're going to keep that really tight. But uh, it's looking like uh, Darcy Kemper might be doubtful tonight, which is a big problem for the app. It is because he's their guy.
2: But all year long, people thought that maybe there was a question mark in goal for the Colorado Avalanche. And Let's be honest. He he let in a lot of goals the other night, too. So, hey, if you're the Edmonton Oilers, game one's not your thing so i would think you're thinking you're feeling pretty good going into game two tonight um by the way as we talk stanley cup playoffs and hockey i want to tell you that rod's rant is brought to you by bronco plumbing heating and cooling find everything you need to know about our services financing product information and more at broncoplumbing.com tell camco guys that we're talking about them and as i said yesterday all the avalanche all his staff or a lot of them anyways are avalanche fans I think one of them, Kenny Lovas, is a Detroit fan, and poor, poor guy. Uh, point three, and by the way, I haven't had anything to rant about today, but we're just the show just got going, so it's very early on. Point three, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hit a two-run homer. Danny Jansen added a three-run blast, and the Toronto Blue Jays extended their winning streak to seven games by beating the Chicago White Sox 7-3 at Rogers Center. It's Toronto's longest winning streak since an eight-game run last September, 1st to the 9th. And we all remember that. Remember when they were trying to get into the playoffs? At least they're not leaving it so late this time. Santiago Diego added a solo shot as the Blue Jays won for the 11th time in 14 games. Jays lefty, Hinjin Roo, left after four innings because of tightness in his forearm. Rue missed 24 games in April and May because of soreness in his forearm. By the way, I got a new forearm stretch, Moose. Next time I see, I'll tell you. This morning, working out at City Row, it's a rowing studio. Turn your palms inside, get on all fours and lean forward. Whew! Life-changing. Did anybody tell Hinge and Roo that? Who's in <laughs> charge of stretching with the Toronto Blue Jays?
4: I'm waiting for you. Thoughts on the Blue Jays, Moose? Okay. You know, we uh, we posted it from Mike Wilner yesterday on our accounts. You and him were talking last week after that 8-1 win. I think it was over the Angels to finish off that series. And is this maybe the start of something? It turns out it was the start of something. At the time yesterday when we posted it, it was six in a row. Now it's seven in a row. You know, the Jays are going to be World Series contenders. They always have been this, this year, even when they were going through a tough stretch. And we knew they had this in them. Now it's a matter of how long can they get it going and can they catch the Yankees? A
2: couple things. I just opened up the 902 text line. Well, let me just back up for a second. As you see, the Blue Jays are rolling. It's their longest winning streak since last year. And that was my whole thing. Don't panic. Look at Mike Smith and the orders. Not panicking. Everybody wants to panic. Can you please... Not panic, especially for the Blue Jays because it's so early in the season. We know they're a great team. Chill. As I open the 902 line here 902 518 3033, pick up the phone and text RP 902 518 3033. Greg D is watching in Rama, Rama, Saskatchewan. He says, I'd love to see Mark Cohan on your show. Best commissioner. Ever, He was very good, wasn't he? And we've had him on before. We've had him on from his cabin in Lake Country, uh, outside Toronto. But what would we talk to Mark Kohan about? The good old days? Um, Producer Clark said the buzz around the sweatpants capital was uh, my comments on the officiating, not officiating, the attendance for the Riders' preseason game the other night. And Brian is listening, and from Balcaris, he writes it, and he says, yeah, I was also in the field, but let's be honest, even if I wasn't, I'm not interested in going to a Ryder preseason game. At least he's honest. At least he's, I didn't want to go. It's why I didn't go. (laughs) Rather than saying the gas was too much to drive in from Balcaris, or it was a Tuesday, or the orders were playing, or, 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 or. I didn't want to go.
3: We got an honest guy.
2: But
4: um, there was a time, Rod, when fifteen to 20,000 yeah. people wanted to go to a preseason game. Not 30,000, but 15,000.
2: Channel your inner Allen Iverson, but not practice. Substitute it with preseason. We're talking about preseason uh brian by the way also says clearly a farmer in the field but he says hey rod listening to you on apple podcast as usual was it ballsy trolling you i said it was a vagina radio guy that was trolling me about our program here and no it wasn't him it was a guy that i said i said to darren this morning i was happy to hear from the guy because i didn't even know he still had a job i hadn't heard his name in years so no it wasn't uh, wasn't him He's from another radio station. Okay, moving on. And I do have CFL coming up. I think we're going to have to carry that over into point two. um, Or segment two. Here is point four of the quick six show topics. The Winnipeg Ice, in conjunction with the Western Hockey League, are proud to announce that President and General Manager Matt Cockle has been named recipient of the Lloyd Saunders Memorial Trophy as the WHL GM of the Year. They call it the Executive of the Year, but it's GM of the Year. And head coach James Patrick has been named recipient of the Dunk McCallum trophy awarded to the WHL coach of the year. Guess how many points the ice had this year, Darren? Um, I won't even I won't put you on a spot because you don't know. I didn't know. It's a career high franchise high in points 111. 111. How about that? Uh, They also said, right. They also said a hit the hit the Angels. 111 there's something well it didn't mean anything in the playoffs for them, but home points with yeah Home points was 60 road points with 51 wins 53 home wins 29 road wins 24 road goals 4. 317 goals at home 178 total points by players We count that 830 Total assists by players 527 home shutouts seven had seven players score 20 or more goals and 12 players score 10 or more goals and you know what you get for that a bag of chips and coach and GM of the year because now they're not going to be in the WHL final which opens Friday night in hockey town north Edmonton Alberta with the oil Kings home to the Seattle Thunderbirds when we come back we got some uh, CFL talk we've got some Winnipeg Blue Bombers news uh, the Rattlers won last night. We haven't even told you yet who the poll, what the poll question is, so that's all coming up. Stick with me, Moose, and you viewers as well. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio, streaming now at rodpeterson.com.
3: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show.
2: Okay, everybody, we are back, and I guess when I mentioned the Winnipeg Ice uh, winning the coach and GM of the year in the dub, I should have mentioned that Cavendish Farms is one of our newest partners, and they are proud to support junior hockey in Canada. We're so happy to have Cavendish Farms aboard. Big fans there as we bring the Moose in. James uh, in Borden, Manitoba says, Moose, the ice moving to Winnipeg has been a huge success Winnipeg has a lot of options for sports. Jets, Moose, Ice, Bombers, Gold Eyes, and Valor FC. I remember when all we had was the Bombers and Gold Eyes. Yeah, absolutely. But I think we all thought it would work. Remember when we said, if anybody could pull this off, it was Winnipeg. Remember saying that when they moved?
4: Yeah. Yeah. They can do it. You know, it's been, they got the population, it seems like, in that city. They've got the, the, the fan base, the passionate one. So I think there's a, lot of, there's a lot of boxes there that are being checked, and I hope they continue to support all these different teams. Well, these are exciting times. You've got the uh, Calgary Flames
2: moving their American Hockey League team to Calgary, and we'd heard rumblings of that all winter. Sometimes yeah. I wonder if, because we're so deep in with the hockey people, I'm like, how come the rest of the media is not reporting this? Uh, why are we finding out nobody else is reporting this? Because the problem was that they didn't have a rink in Calgary big enough, they felt. I think they said the rinks went up to like 3,500. Max Bell, um, p- apologies for those that I don't. Father David Bauer, Flames Community Arenas, I think they would love like to rink around that held around 5,000. The Seven Chiefs Arena at Gray Eagle, just not quite big enough for what they'd like. And now they're talking about maybe building a rink in a suburb. Is that too much? Sometimes I just wonder I know. what we should say or what we're allowed to say, you know. Oh, and by the way, thank you, BW in Edmonton says, The Athletic is reporting that Darcy Kemper is, in fact, out. So oh, Oilers no. fans just... For who? I know the Avalanche fans won't be happy with that, but the series just got a lot more interesting for Oilers fans. By the way, on the text line, I'm just going to say this. Some of them are our regular viewers, and I appreciate it. You're our P1s, but don't send me TikTok videos. Do not send TikTok videos, please, and thank you. We're brought to you in part by Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. They specialize in improving your company's performance and bottom line through supply chain management services. To the Canadian Football League. Got a news release this morning for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They will unveil the 2021 Grey Cup Championship banner at IG Field at the club's 2022 season opener, Friday, June 10th, when the team plays host to the Ottawa Red Blacks at IG Field. Fans are encouraged to arrive early to make sure they are in their seats for the 7.30 p.m. banner unveiling. The gates will open 90 minutes before kickoff with pregame party specials from 6 to 7 p.m., including $5 beers, 350 hot dogs, and pop. And 15% off all Grey Cup merchandise in the Bomber store. And I saw Wade Miller's face as I read this statement from the Bomber president, whom I've known a long time. I saw his face Moose when I read this statement. On the heels of unveiling our incredible Grey Cup rings, we're excited to once again celebrate with our fans as we unveil the new championship banner. We can't wait to start a new season and start our pursuit of another championship with the best Fans in the league. Atta go, Wade. I've said it so many times. I respect that guy so much. And it's like an old radio guy told me, Moose, I'm not sure if I ever told you this. Back in the 90s, the morning show team of Bill and Jeff on the Wolf 104.9. Jeff Allen, he's on the radio last I heard in Kitchener, Ontario. He said to me one time, he said, when you're on top, tell the world. Because when you're on the bottom, they'll be lining up to kick you in the nuts. I never forgot that. So here's Wade just we're again gonna
4: unveil another banner. So join us. I love it. It's you know what? I mean, enjoy it, right? And Winnipeg went through so many so much struggle to get there. Yes. When you're on top and you've earned it like they have, it enjoy it. Have two parades after you win. You know, pop the champagne, I mean. go to go to town, and then get back to work and try and make it three in a row. Well, I had a former CFL president write me.
2: Um, it was when we were in Winnipeg last year. We went to the game and the Bombers were so great. They uh, remember they gave us tickets and so they, they seated us with their players' families at IG Field and I was on all my social media, what was going on. It was like an hour before the game, the stadium was full. I'm like, what the hell, who does that? And I had a former CFL president call me and go, what, the, what, what are they doing over there? And I said, they got cheap beers, cheap food. The buzz in the town was to be in the stadium an hour before the game, and they were. And that guy said to me, was that Wade's idea? I said, I don't know, probably not. Nothing's original in this business anymore. And he's like, oh, son of a gun, they got it going on over there. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Um, By the way, CFL preseason week two, all the games, if I'm not mistaken, are I think all the games our Friday night. There was a Canadian press story this morning on the wire that said the games were tonight. I know that ain't true And I could go i could go to the big board which is a CFL website and it wasn't unfortunately loading I'm sure as a me problem not a them problem What's today? June 2nd right cuz tomorrow's National Donut Day bingo. Hey uh, y'all. Yeah, all what kind of donut would you order on National Donut Day?
4: Ooh, good question. Probably um, a Boston cream donut. Mmm, good call.
2: I feel like I'm like Canada, Montana. I got the best of I got the best of both worlds. You know, when in, when I'm in Canada, I go to Tim Hortons. I really like the donuts. Don't at me. And when in Amer- when I'm in America, I go to Dunkin' which I love, and I have the strawberry frosted. And if I'm feeling real frisky, I have the sprinkles on it. It's like another I 20 like calories, it. you know? Um, yeah. So it kind of looks like the Homer donut. But anyways, that's, people tell me in the comment section what you're ordering for National Donut Day and where you're going. Is Hobo Donut still open, Moose? I don't believe so. Ooh, that sucks. Oh, Clark is saying only for special occasions. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. (laughs) Whoa. Steven in North Dakota says, Does law enforcement appreciate Donut Day? He said it, not me. Um. Do, 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 do. I'm sorry, I just, I just refreshed the comments section. And they're all coming in. Uh, Jeff in Winnipeg says, the Honey Crueler is my go-to. You know that, Moose, that's mine. I always call it the tractor Very tire, good. don't it? And the, Yeah, the second we walked into a media room, it's the first place I'm going in Canada. It's flipping the lid of that Tim Hortons box and grabbing the tractor tire. First, first time, long time. Um, Michael Gregory's watching in New Orleans. He says, Good afternoon from the Big Easy. I'm watching the RP show while also watching Seinfeld. It's the one where Kramer gets the kidney stone. (laughs) Well, thank you for the update. (laughs) Uh, 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 Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, Why doesn't Saskatchewan have any AHL teams? Uh, That's a good question. Ryan in New York saratoga new york he says maple bacon donut from duck donuts maple frosting and bits of bacon how about that i'm not going i'm not going to immediately discount that but you my initial reaction is ew and my favorite flavor in the world is maple but bacon on a donut i'm not I would try it first. I'm I'm pretty open-minded, but ye. Uh, Andrew says, by the way, Andrew Stute. He says, Moose. Hey Rod, I'm not sure if you heard. The Alouettes' practice was canceled yesterday. Multiple players had the flu. I'm sorry, I I didn't hear that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So back to the boy. I'm sorry, Darren. I got s- squirrel moment. CFL Preseason 2, all these games are on Friday. Ottawa at Montreal, Hamilton at Toronto, Calgary at Edmonton, and Sask at BC. And if I'm not mistaken, the only game of those that's televised is Sask at BC, which is, I don't know if I'm going to be able to hang in for that one. 10 p.m. Eastern, probably not. But um, what CFL news are you getting? Before we move on to NFL news, because there is some cool stuff that I wanted to mention here.
4: Yeah, just teams going through their cutdowns, getting ready for the game uh, for the for the regular season. I think that's the biggest thing was, you know, what position battles are left, and and what are, what are teams going to do in their final tune up? Who's going to play? You know, is Zach Caleros? I think he's not taking any preseason snaps at all. So, hopefully, these guys are ready for week one.
2: Zach Caleros didn't take one preseason play. No, not one. How was that? for pizzazz out of the winnipeg blue bombers we're good we're good <laughs> oh, i love it by the way <laughs> folks uh for the love of burritos it's buy one get one half off at taco time across all of canada today the 120 plus locations at taco time buy one get one half off and if you could be like i, I did blue moose's mind when I did it at Chinook Center at the Taco Tom, I had one soft meat, beef and cheese, and one crisp meat, crisp beef. And you're like, you can do that? And the girl behind the counter was like, yeah, get with it. Anyways, uh, I've split point six into two. 6A... The Saskatchewan Rattlers took care of business at home at SaskTel Center and defeated the Fraser Valley Bandits 86-77 Wednesday night. They're now 2-1. and one. Rattlers were paced by another strong performance from Philadelphia native and former Pelicans draft pick Anthony Carr. He netted a game-high 25 points to go along with seven rebounds, four assists, and three steals. Sask, 2-1. and one. And 6B, Tom Brady earned the right to skip voluntary workouts a long time ago. Several other star NFLers, including Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson, also aren't participating in organized team activities this week, a trend that's increasing around the NFL. While their teams were on the field, Rodgers and Brady were involved in another competition on Wednesday. That was taking on fellow quarterbacks Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes in The Match Golf Exhibition in Las Vegas. Aaron skipped all the OTAs in Green Bay's minicamp last year during a standoff for the team, as you know, and then went on to win his second straight NFL MVP award. By the way, I was watching Mark Messier interview Anze Kopitar last night, but I didn't know it was Anze Kopitar. The Kings forward won the uh, Mark Messier leadership award. And I'm looking at it, think about this. I'm watching it going, why is he interviewing Aaron Rodgers? Cause it didn't say Kopitar and he looks just like Aaron Rodgers.
4: Wow. Yeah, uh,
2: Tom Brady, who turns 45 in August, began skipping OTAs in England way, uh, New England way back in 2018 so he could spend more time with his family. Kyler Murray missed some of Arizona's voluntary sessions while he still waits for a new contract. DeAndre Hopkins in Arizona is not in the OTA because he's suspended for the six games. first six games. Other notable OTA absences around the NFL include in L.A., the Rams Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Your Titans, Derrick Henry skipping. Are you concerned about that, Moose? Never. (laughs) Of course not. The Titans are just as cocky as the Bombers, but don't have any reason to be. Uh, The 49ers missing Debo Samuel and Nick Bosa. Also Trent Williams. Chargers are without running back Austin Eckler. Browns without Jadavian Clowney and Joel Betonio. Saints missing wide receiver Jarvis Landry. Alvin Kamara and Demario Davis. Patriots are missing linebacker Matt Juden. Clark's Falcons are missing running back Cordero Patterson. All these guys are skipping OTAs. Bill's safety, Jordan Poyer, and Micah Hyde. Broncos running back, Melvin Gordon III. And Commander's wide receiver, Terry McLaurin. Uh, sorry, Terry McLaurin. Those players saying, we're good. So that's the news on this Thursday. Moose, we'll see you back here for hour two, where it's going to be just you and me rocking it for the whole hour, okay? You got it. All right the ageless rod black joins us next cannot wait tsn great to uh, talk a little nba finals that's our poll question by the way for capital automall universal collision center who will win the nba finals we'll talk a little bit about that with rod black and whatever's on his mind when we return you're watching the rp show on the game plus tv network we're live streaming on youtube and if you missed any portion of the show you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found including apple stitcher and spotify
3: Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rod.
2: Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Clark has just informed me that I am on my own for the time being, and that is just fine. I can handle it. Rod Black is actually on the highway. You're going to see that if we do establish connection with him, driving to the United States of America. Rod is out there, like a lot of us, living his best life. But he's in a place where there's not great cell service. So I can handle this. We might get him back later. Moose might drop in in this segment. I don't know. I think we can handle it. We do have breaking news today. This is from Zach Lang of OilersNation.com. We've got a few breaking news items in uh, the show today. Big news in Colorado is Avalanche Goldie Darcy Kemper is, in fact, out for Game 2 against the Edmonton Oilers. After leaving Game 1 with an upper body injury, Avs head coach Jared Bednar said it would be Pavel Francouz's net tonight. During Colorado's morning skate, Fran was seen in the starter's net while backup Justus Anunan was also on the ice. There was no sign of Darcy Kemper. For the Oilers, meanwhile, Mike Smith took the starter's crease during the morning skate, suggesting he will be back in action tonight. Smith was pulled in the second period of game one after allowing six goals on 25 shots. The one thing about Mike Smith is he doesn't usually have two stinkers in a row. So that's the news tonight, and how is that making you feel, Oilers fans? I would think it's making you feel pretty darn good about this series. woo Can you imagine the Oilers in the Stanley Cup? Who would have picked that? Other than Oilers fans, because they're trolling, trolling me for picking the flames. I'm like, you going to troll me for that? Go troll, troll Wayne Gretzky, because he said the same thing. Tomorrow, Friday, June 3rd, Is National Donut Day I learned that today at Dunkin Donuts I'm asking the viewers what would be your go to donut Bob Smith is watching in Maple Ridge BC on Game Plus television where they carry us on the Telesoptic TV network and Bob says sour cream glazed
3: bingo Bingo.
2: sour cream just doesn't scream donut to me what it screams is burrito to me where at taco time, it's buy one, get one half off. I'll save my sour cream for the burritos, okay? Okay. But you do you. Metal Shingle Guy has written in on the text line at the 902-518-3033. Metal Shingle Guy says, well, apple fritter with a little butter has to be the one. Ooh, warm apple fritter? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> We're asking the viewers, uh, should we indoctrinate the viewers now as a rock star of the day instead of leaving it up to our guests? Because if you notice, we're even cutting back on the guests for now. And maybe we would ship out a hat or a t-shirt to the viewers. Sean is watching in Surrey, BC. Look at this, We're, our numbers are shooting up in British Columbia. Sean says, Moose's hair for rock star of the day. The lady just quipped his hair is always so perfect. Is that a wig? LOL. <laughs> it might be a wig. We'll ask him next segment. We have Rod Black with us, the great Rod Black. I'm hearing this guy's name more and more. First, it was the Moose Jaw Kinsman dinner. Then it was the Canadian Sports Hall of Fame, where his good friend Brian Williams <laughs> went in the Hall of Fame. And Rod joins us roadside now. How you doing, Blackie?
0: Hey buddy, can you hear me okay?
2: One hundred percent. Yes, you're you sounding great. What's going on? Yeah, oh, I nice. can.
0: What's up? What's up? Well, I'm not driving. I can see my I'm hands hands free. I'm uh a little journey for the next ten hours. I gotta take my boy down to play some summer baseball, so all good. The sports never stops, even on a day off.
2: Well, good for you, and I appreciate you pulling over to uh to join us on the program. Would you mind just bragging about your son? A little bit? He was, was
0: stop for you my life stops (laughs) for you wherever whenever if i had to pull over and i was taking a leak i would still do this
2: i appreciate it and i know you would wash your hands too because i've stood at a few urinals beside you i know you do that you always (laughs) wash but your son, brag up your son. Was he not in, was it Keydive or Glendive? Where was he the last few years playing college ball?
0: Yeah, this is, yeah, this is my second son. He was in Glendive, Montana a couple of years ago. Then he ended up uh, this past year down in Illinois. And so he's going down to Danville, Virginia, of all places, uh, to play some summer ball and probably going to end up in another league. And he's uh, he's on the path uh, to what he hopes will be, a, a you know, a D1 scholarship or whatever it might be. I, mean, I know he'd like to follow his brother's footsteps, who's with the Brewers organization.
2: So, how did your boys all become ball players? What was your specialty besides announcing? <laughs> because Bobby Dice told me that your claim was being the announcer in the roller skating arena in Winnipeg. Bobby told yeah, we've never talked yeah, about yeah. that. What's yeah. the
0: story with baseball yeah. for your kids? Yeah, they. They um, they obviously never took up my athletic abilities. Obviously, my wife had a very good arm, <laughs> but I would say uh, you know they've been around it. They were always around it when they were when they were kids. Uh, they when I was doing the Blue Jays, they were always around the stadiums uh, during spring training, and they fell in love with the game. They were hockey players, and you know they got themselves into a, a, some great organizations. In fact. When they were young, um, I was a coach, and I, I was actually a ball player. I used to play out in Saskatchewan all the time. It wasn't a very good one, but I played some, you know, one of those uh, the senior baseball leagues. I played for a team called the Gros Isle Blue Jays just outside of Winnipeg. So we made trips to Estevan and uh, Regina and, and, and you, you name it, all along the Trans-Canada Highway we used to play games. Anyway, um, it, my kids just fell in love with it, so I started coaching when they were really young with Joe Bowen. <laughs> who was the loudest coach you could have ever imagined? And his holy Mackinacs were more, were holy something else's. But I think they got the bug at a young age. And so they've uh, loved the game ever since. And, and you know, they kind of quit playing hockey when they were 16. And uh, they've been following this path of baseball and it, they, they've loved it. And uh, I know I remember a few years ago uh, going out and I, I went to a game in Regina to watch the college summer team, this college summer league. And I remember Ken Miller was there, the former Riders coach, and how much he loved baseball. And I sat with him that night, and I love those summer leagues. I know they have one in Moose Jaw, and they've got them all over the prairies. Uh, There's a good place for Canadian baseball players. That would be my dream someday down the road is to see all of our great athletes, our Canadian athletes, try to stay in our country and and also have scholarships. I think we'd all love to see that so they don't have to go on these 10-hour road trips to places.
2: Absolutely. And Weyburn is at Regina tonight. Ken Miller, the, the Hall of Fame bound Ken Miller. Good morning, Riders. Used to take BP with the Red Sox. Uh, and Weyburn is at Regina tonight, by the way. How much are you enjoying having this summer off and being able to do something like what you're doing right now?
0: Well, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I wish I did have more time. I know, I think last time we talked, everybody said, were you retiring? No, I wasn't, and I never was. I was reloading. Um, and I'm very busy right now. In fact, I'm um, pivoting towards some other stuff in the booth this summer that's going to be happening. I'm going to be calling some games for my buddy's team, uh, uh, Nico Carino and the Scarborough Shooting Stars of the CEBL. So I'm going to be doing those games, which is going to be fascinating. They start... To, uh, Saturday night at home so Drake is obviously going to be there, Jake Cole is playing for the team so I'm keeping my hands busy with that and I'm doing some stuff with uh, North Star Bets that everybody seems to be, there's a, some sort of gambling platform out there but I love this, uh, doing some content for them with Chris Johnson as well um, and I'm writing for the Stars so I'm staying very busy but you're right I never, you know what Rod, I never had an opportunity, my oldest son played college ball the D1 level for three years, you know, uh, notwithstanding COVID. And I never had a chance to see him play live. And I kind of even thought last year, and that's so sad. And so now I get a chance. I went to Wisconsin last week and saw him, you know, he's a, a, an A-ball player. And I, I really did miss that stuff. So, you know, I have four kids that are very active. And I and now I'm kind of making up for some lost time. And, you know, I, I, I'm going to be <laughs> wearing my seatbelt and do, doing some driving on those days that normally I would be, Maybe at Mosaic or, you know, at uh, Tim Hortons Field, uh, especially doing football in the summer. But uh, trust me, I, I will miss that as well.
2: Good for you. Well, you were the original voice of the Raptors, correct? Were you not? I believe you
0: were. Yes, yes, sir.
2: Yes, sir. So it's That's kind of I
0: thought. it's kind of cool. Like, yeah. you know, the, uh, and Nico ad, it, it was, said, hey, do you want to get involved? And I said, well, you know, it was kind of cool that I, you know, did the first Raptors games. Um, why not? It's uh, the first GTA team. Uh, that they have, and I'm I'm very excited about it. They've got a great Jalen Harris, uh, the Toronto Raptor plays, and you know maybe beyond our our vintage Rod, J- Jermaine Cole, Jay Cole, you know probably has more money than that, that entire league of <laughs> anybody in that entire league, and as you know, f- uh, five platinum selling uh, hits and uh, a Grammy award winning. Uh, Hip hop rap artist who's 37 is playing for this team through through Drake, and it's kind of neat that you know I did a a raptor game when Master P actually got a chance to play and did very well. And I've watched Jay Cole at practice, and he's I got to tell you something he's a really humble, nice guy. You uh, but he can play, so I'm really looking forward to that, and and I, I I'm also just looking forward to calling games again and getting back in the booth.
2: Well, good for you. And I know J. Cole had three points in the Shooting Stars debut, played in the African League. I'm following that. Following your career, obviously, uh, going way back to that first days. Call me a stalker if you want, whatever. <clears throat> I'd like to think just uh, no, a No, I, I, I usually I <laughs> usually stalk you, man. <laughs> I'll let you get back on the road. Safe travels. I really appreciate the time. Thanks, Blackie.
0: Thank you. if you did want an NBA pick, Golden State Warriors in six. That's all I'm going to say, brother. Golden State
2: Warriors. I wanted it. Thank you. Thank you. And that is our podcast. I got to get back on the road.
0: I look forward, Roderick, to talking to you soon. Ciao, man.
2: Absolutely. The great Rod Black on the road. We'll be back with the Taco Time Viewer Takeover right after this. It's the RP Show. You are watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com.
3: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson.
2: Welcome back, everybody. Isn't daytime television the greatest? We can break some news. We can talk with our old friends. And, yeah, everybody happy to see Rod Black for sure. And uh, really appreciate him fitting us in. We only have like a little over a minute here. I want to sneak in this sports update, but I will tell you this. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders announced, did you say 60 seconds or 90? Ah. Um, Saskatchewan Rough Riders released nine players this morning. The most notable, and I think the only one that any of us would have heard of is Paul McRoberts, who's been with the team a couple of years. He was cut today by the Rough Riders and our good friend, Danny Austin out in Calgary. The guy that said Rod's getting a rod. He covers the Stampeders for the Calgary sun and the stamps have released their depth chart for Friday night's game against Chris Jones and the Edmonton Elks. And he says, no bowl, Levi Mitchell. No Kareem, Carey, no Reggie Begelton, no Kamar Jordan. Danny says, and I quote, so it's really not worth getting upset about any of this. just a preseason game, get a look at the young guys. But that's, we are got to kick this around with Moose next hour. <clears throat> Why would anybody buy tickets then? Nobody's playing, right? Um, NBA Finals tip off the night in San Francisco as the Golden State Warriors host the Boston Celtics. 30 seconds. Oh, we're inside the last minute. Blue Jays can complete a three-game sweep of the White Sox at Rogers Center this afternoon. 307 Eastern, first pitch. Toronto riding a seven-game win streak. Alec Manoa up against Johnny Cueto. And Dallas Cowboys say former running back Marion Barber III has died. He was just 38 years of age. He had issues with mental health post-career. Sports update for Ballers Rec Room, The Tap, and Red Bull Canada. See you after this
3: break in Game Plus.